Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, greetings and salutations. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the year 2024. It is a beautiful, currently January 4th, 2024. How is everybody doing? How has everybody survived the new year thusly? Actually, I got to turn my headphones on. You think you don't like me screaming in your ear. I really don't like me screaming in my ear. How is everybody doing? I'm excited to be here. I'm actually a little nervous to be here. Why, you ask? Why you didn't ask? Because it's the top 23 countdown of 2023, and this is a big baller kind of show. Now, this is not have all the pop and circumstance of other award shows, and we give out exactly zero awards here. However... For the past 10 years of this show, i got to say, this has been a pretty big deal. There's been a lot of controversy. There has been some historical drama. So, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Uh, what's really cool is that I actually did the list last week, like right after last week's show. So I would get all the numbers in. And because it was last week, I have since forgotten exactly what the list looks like. So I guess I'm going to be just as surprised as everybody else. And isn't that what the troops are actually fighting for? Probably not. But I figured maybe. So because it's a countdown show, we're going to be doing the top 23 of the year 2023. And that means the 23 most played songs. The only band that I'm exempting or accepting out of that list is my own. If you want to hear Rebel 9, tune in other times or go check us out. Rebel9.com or on Spotify. Probably don't do Rebel9.com. I haven't updated the site in forever so just go to spotify or apple music uh we've actually been ticking up in apple music lately which is interesting i never really understand how that works and maybe one day i will but probably not um so we'll keep it a very short top 20 today i only got a couple things to say but then we'll get on to the countdown because truly that's why everybody is here and by everybody i mean barely anybody is here and that's cool that's all right I am very proud of myself. I did post that the top 20 is out today. That almost never happens because I've been complaining about it forever that I always forget to do that. But I posted it first thing this morning up on Instagram and my little stories there saying that the top 20 is out today. Uh, I would check that out. It would, uh, it's the, the title, if I was a Reddit thread, I think they're always funny. I always like the intro. If nothing else, just like it, subscribe, you know, put a comment. I'll get to the comments eventually, hopefully this weekend. Uh, I'll get back to them, but uh, it's basically the one where I talk about uh, the origin of creation, so obviously it's funny. Uh, laziness, the uh, narcissism, and how that tends to work out, and uh, basically everything that we've accomplished over the year, which is very, very small, which is why it all fits in 20 minutes. 
Check that out. Uh, Bacon is my podcast. They released the Bippy Awards on New Year's Eve. Uh, I am featured prominently in there as a performance, as a performer. I do a, uh, a stripped-down version of Aaliyah. If you're interested, go check that out. I will not be posting it to the Rebel 9 socials for a little while, so at the very least, you have to go over to Bimpy to watch it. Uh, but it's cool. It's like the second performance, I think. So give it a look. I did it right here in the studio, but I did it from a different angle if you're interested in that sort of stuff. Um, had fun playing with the cameras. <laughs> I want to say that I'm getting better at this sort of thing, but I'm just not. So go ahead and watch it. If nothing else, it's a really nice version. I'm not just saying that. I think it's a really nice version of Aaliyah. And Aaliyah is going to be the next Rebel 9 single, probably out in, uh, sometime in February, if I can ever settle down to do the goddamn artwork. Um, there is no discussions and drinks, mainly because Mike and Jimmy are lazy, I assume that's the reason. I don't know. It's probably probably just holiday related but i'm sure they'll get back to it by next wednesday so check that out and uh that's basically it a fairly empty uh fairly empty housekeeping list um so um i guess the one thing i really just wanted to address kind of quickly is something that sort of came up in my own life over the past week um there is a lot of stuff in the world obviously and we talked briefly about this last week where we're saying like the world is like an angrier place like a lot of people like why are things this way like why are people acting this way and you know the reason the reason that is because there's a lot of instability there's a lot of hostility and then there's a lot of animosity in the world and as much as i am trying and i keep saying i i keep trying to sort of bring myself around to the other way of thinking like trying basically trying to lose my moral center right like i feel like i spent 2023 trying to ignore everything that i hold to be true my morality my what i what i know to be true how i treat others those kinds of things trying to let some of that go and i'm here to tell you that after a year plus of doing it it's really just absolutely impossible like and this is going to sound simple and probably stupid and i'm sure something that everybody already knows about themselves already but if you're born an asshole like yeah you're probably going to be an asshole you can change out of that but i find it very difficult to go the other way if you're born with a with a certain core like a certain center and a certain attitude about people and and why we're here it's very hard to go the other way it's very hard to be intentionally a dick if you aren't naturally that way and you know in discussions that i've had over the past year trying to filter things filter things through that lens like i've really really tried like i've said it a bunch of times so you guys are probably sick of hearing it but like the reality is is like if there is another trump presidency and there is some sort of like you know republican overthrow basically of the of the government you know they take more of the house they retake the senate they take more governorships the reality of it is like as a straight white christian male like i really do hold the keys to the kingdom and i've said that phrase a hundred times not necessarily for your benefit but just so that my own brain can hear it and so that i can sort of internalize it and like i said before like all that effort has paid off exactly zero dividends because i just can't do it there is something to be said for things that are just actively wrong and you know it's the thing that basically drove me off social media because i can't fight those fights anymore i feel like i was i feel like there was some point in doing it when other people were still on that were still like looking for answers and were swayed or interested by things that were going on but now like you know stuff like facebook and, and even instagram to a degree uh, are, are just filled with like misinformation and selfish propaganda and all those other things and like 
I understand. Like, just as well as anybody, maybe even better than most. Like, people do not want to keep spending money on people that don't want to help themselves, right? So people generally look at it like, all these poor people are lazy. But that's not true. Some poor people are just poor and need help, right? You can't exclude everybody because there's some bad apples, right? We just can't. It doesn't work the other way either. But for some reason, people just get so mad at people that just haven't lived up to their expectations and as soon as you put it in those perspectives you start hearing about mother issues and father issues and like yeah didn't live up to expectations wow that seems pretty common to the human condition and now it's just sort of expanding out because people are just mad all the time about whatever it is that they just heard and i would encourage you uh, after I've done this sort of experiment that I'm abandoning, by the way. I just, I cannot do it. As much as I want to pay less taxes, I can't let people just starve in the street. I just, I, I can't do it. And it's going to be fun when I get to heaven and I'm sitting on the other side of the gate because I won't be one of those people that go in for the shuffleboard you know, event that's at 4 o'clock. Like, I'm going to sit at the gate and I'm going to watch all these people that I've argued with on Facebook try and talk their way into heaven and explain away why they hate po- poor people, why they're trying to take away rights from uh, gays and lesbians and why they are insisting on telling people what they can do with their body while insisting that people can't tell them what they can do with their body when in terms of you know vaccines and stuff and by the way my my stand stance on vaccines should be very clear at this point um but i i i truly believe that if you are that person that can really rally behind like really bad behavior then you're just a bad person. Because I have tried. I have tried for an entire year to be that person and can't. And so I'm going to do my absolute best to sort of wash my hands of that condition and wash my wash my hands of that situation. And I'm going to try and go back to that very pre-COVID way of just not knowing this about other people. And I find that the more I stay off of social media and the more I don't interact with people, the less I think that they think these horrible things. And I got to tell you, I'm a little happier for it. And there were a lot of people that were telling me I probably would be, my family included. But, but other, plenty of other friends were like, maybe you'd be happier not doing that. And I am. Now, the loss I consider is information to people that were looking for information. So as I fade away from more and more uh, posts and, and, and stuff on on social media, like if you have any questions, man, just ask. Like ask here. Send me something to the show. Like we'll talk about it on the show. If you have a question about what's going on with the Jeffrey Epstein list, I'll be more than happy to talk to you about it. Is Bill Clinton on it? Yeah. Sure. Is Donald Trump on it? Absolutely. Is Joe Biden? Nope. So, I mean, one of, you know, two of those people are running for president. One is just like a doddering old fool that like kind of got a blowjob from an intern. Like, was he on Jeffrey Epstein's list? You betcha. But that ship has sailed. And if you're going to let people just complain about that so that they can exonerate their false idol, then think about what we're actually talking about here. So if you have a question like that, send it my way. Maybe we'll talk about it on the box or I'll just answer you or whatever. And if you don't want my take on things, that's fine too because I've got an awful lot of good music and I can just roll into that. I'm going to try doing the new format. Next week, uh, where I start doing a little bit more local music in the first hour of the show, along with the top 20, and then just your typical mix at the the back end. And we're going to see how it goes. It could suck, but you know how to reach me, 99WNRR. Be part of the conversation. Be part of the chat. 
Tell me what you think. Don't tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Talk to me like I'm not there. That's my personal favorite. I do like that. I like being third party in a conversation that I'm actually there for. Like, I really super enjoy that. So feel free to be part of that. But in the meantime, it is now after 1210, which means I am definitely going to run out of time before this countdown happens. So we might as well get some things started. Again, we're doing the top 23 songs. That is the 23 most played songs of 2023. And coming in at number 23 by a nose, by the way. Well, it depends on the kind of nose. I don't want to get into any ethnic jokes. But, like, you know, you could pick a good size nose. Yeah, I was I was surprised they weren't higher, but considering how many songs I play for them, don't remember. Now, don't forget that a band where I play a lot of songs from tends to get burned on this one, right? Because I spread up their stuff. If you have a band that only has one good song, you tend to do a little bit better. So you can take all that with a grain of salt. In fact, you can take almost anything with a grain of salt. But if you have high blood pressure, you should probably not take the grain of salt. And that uh, that's how I'm leading 2024. That that's my salt advice. But on with the countdown. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, White Stripes coming in at number 23. Coming in at number 22. I barely even remember this song, but as soon as I saw it on the list, I was like, yeah, I really kind of played the shit out of this song, and I totally understand why it's at number 22. Hard Rock Lunch Box. What I always like about doing these lists is that I just never really am quite sure like where things are going to fall or even why they're going to fall, especially because we are covering over a year. I realize the Thanksgiving one is way more out there because it covers 10 plus years of stuff, but the 2023 seems like it should just be like very recent stuff, and like you kind of forget what bands put out, what albums at what point, and like I was saying though, like the playing when you're playing the best songs or the most played songs, like the bands that have a lot of songs that are getting played tend to like like. They, they they watered down their uh, their intensity of any particular one song. And the first victim to really fall stripe to that is Silverstein who put out a new record, I think, in early 2023. And I think I played a bunch of songs from it. Uh, so it kind of just watered down their overall. Yeah, the band itself probably had a lot of plays. But their most played song, coming in at number 21, Poison Pill on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, we're making our way through. It's almost time to break in. No, it is time. Excuse me, I misspoke. It is absolutely time to break into the top 20 here. Yeah, man, what's up? I'm going to not focus on time just yet. I'll probably do a time check around 1 o'clock, and we'll just sort of see how far behind we are. And we might have to just rush this through. But in the meantime, at the start of the top 20, my buddy Mike has put out a bunch of songs under the uh, under the guise of something heavy. And he's got a couple songs in this countdown. Uh, this is the first of them. Maybe, or maybe I shouldn't have said anything. So forget everything I absolutely said ever, or just over the past couple of minutes. You know, like you can clear your cash for like just an hour. Like, let's just do that. that. That would work out really well. So here's the possibly first entry from something heavy in the top 23 of 23. Coming in, of course, at number 20, it's Circles on the box.
think as a general rule, we can all sort of expect and understand that any song that spells out its title is going to speak to me on a level that most people can't even understand. And it should be no surprise that this song made it into top the top 20 at number 19. The band is a virtue. The song is A-N-X-I-E-T-Y. That's what's up on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Coming in at number 18 is one of the few songs where I played so much that people were like, hey man, you're playing that song so much. I don't know what I liked about it so much, but I definitely liked it enough to get it all the way to number 18. So, sorry haters. It'll be over in about three minutes or 47 seconds. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Man, I love that song. There's just something about that groove for me. I mean, it just fucking rocks. Oh, excuse me. I'll be bleeping that out. Here. Wait. It's always a no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so 2024 looks like it's going to be a transitional year, and I mean that in the non-sexual gender identity way for iIgnite, although I don't want to make any assumptions whatsoever. But uh, they're off to a start, for sure. They were definitely up there, and they certainly put out stuff that I listened to last year. And if I listen to it, you listen to it. So coming in at number 17, look at iIgnite crawling up the chart. It's let, left in me on the box.
This is what you get when you don't pay attention as a radio show host, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, man, coming in at number 17, that's I Ignite with Left In Me. Uh, coming in at number 16, this should really surprise nobody. I did play this a lot. Even though it does tend to bring the show down, I mean, is there anything this show does better than bringing the show down? Of course not. <laughs> I forget what his actual bet is. Kate Katz in Throw the Fight. Does anybody know in the chat? I think he's in from Throw the Fight. But honestly, I can't even remember. My favorite thing that he has ever done is this stripped-down version of Satellites. And that comes in at number 16 on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. That is really such a goddamn pretty song. Man. <laughs> I really... I really do like that one. That's just, ugh. I know every now and then it's like I, my my goal as a songwriter is just write songs that like just really hit stuff out of the park, and I just, I can never do it with any intention whatsoever. I've got a couple of sad songs like kind of in the pipeline, and I just, I don't know. I feel like even for my own sense of holding my own shit together, like I just don't even go forward with them. But maybe one of these days when I've got like a weekend off. I'll track some of that stuff, and then I'll ruin your weekends for a little while, and we'll see what happens with that. How's that sound, everybody? <laughs> In the meantime, we are at number 15. We might be going too fast for this countdown, ladies and gentlemen. Too fast, said no one ever. It's Rise Against, audience of one. On the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm getting to the point of the show where I'm wondering if I'm going to make it. You know, it's not like I don't know what the songs are or have the ability to, like, look up the times and figure out how long this show would, would take, like, if I was a normal person. But I'm not. <laughs> right, Jimmy? It's a no. <laughs> ah, man. By the way, the great Annie Stoic has returned successfully from tour. Successfully and triumphantly, I might add. I'm going to see about scoring a cup of coffee with the legendary Stoic and see if I can find out how it was being on the ground floor of the TSO operation. But until then, on with the goddamn countdown. Yeah. I feel like I was more excited than the applause warranted. I really dig this song. I don't know why I played it so much this year, but I guess it was just something that just stuck in my head. And I was like, I'm going to play it. 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 And then I did that like 10 more times. And that's why System of a Down is at number 14. Hard Rock Lunch Box. I know what you're thinking. It's kind of early for your weekly craving of the week. Or is it? Is it? It's always a no. Guess you're not going to know until we get through the rest of the countdown. But what I can tell you... The Craving Strange did manage to put out a few songs this past year. They're going to manage to put out a bunch more songs in the coming year. And if you believe all the promo and hype, apparently 2024 is going to be the year of Craving Strange. That's going to be pretty interesting, considering that my band, Pathmaker, Something Heavy, and possibly even Jackknife Stiletto will be putting stuff out. But if they insist on it being the year of Craving Strange, they're going to have to bring a whole lot of shit to the table. I, for one, will be watching. See if they can do better than they did in 2023. So coming in at number 13, it's the Cravers of Strange with Say It All. Try to keep it just between us, but they push to weave. 
countdown for such trivial nonsense, but we are having a very fascinating conversation on the chat. Currently, we're talking about pickpocketing versus putpocketing, and how we have all agreed uh, on Q's assertion that please do not putpocket a butt plug into his pocket. But however, I am kind of just pondering the idea of how funny it would be if you just loaded your pockets up with butt plugs and went into a known pickpocketing area. It's like Times Square around the holidays, or Tokyo, or everywhere in Europe, or Colombia. What do you think that that would be like? You have nothing but butt plugs in your pocket. You're constantly getting pickpocketed, and everybody's getting them. Everyone's getting a free butt plug, probably used. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to count down. But I'm just saying to consider it. If you're looking for a prank in 2024, and you feel like going with the with the butt plug uh, pickpocket 
prank, please let me know how it goes. You can send all the information to hardrockmunchbox at gmail.com. Any and all pictures, of course, always at Monty at cravingstrange.net. But now it's time for On With The Countdown. It's actually not time for On With The Countdown. It's time to move on with the countdown. And we got Jimmy Eat World coming in at number 12. I think we're going to make it this year. I think we might even be done on time, probably early, and then I'll just have to riff or scat for a little while. Stupid to do ba 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 at the end, but uh, you know. It's always a uh, all right, Jimmy. Maybe not scat, but we'll figure something out. It's telepath number twelve on the box. Hard rock lunch box. It's funny, I know I often say how many technical difficulties there are going on like during the show, and we always know of the big ones, like when the show doesn't broadcast kind of thing, but i got to tell you, the sheer number of little technical technical difficulties that happens while things are going on, like for whatever reason, my Instagram just stopped working, so I had to like come out of it and go back into it, and then I realized I started posting under the Rebel 9 one, so the Hard Rock Lunchbox one, I'm not going to go back and start posting, I'm not some sort of maniac, I cannot be held responsible for the actions of the host, or the show, or basically anybody else, so that explains all that, that's at least what's happening right now, I also have an unbelievably bad headache that I'm just trying to shake real quick, came on fast, I think it's the headphones, I don't know, Uh, just starting 24 strong, I think, honestly. Haven't quite, haven't quite hit the top ten yet, which is probably a good thing since it's only 104, and we don't want to go too quick. I mean, like, obviously, we don't want to just blow our whole load early and then have to, like, just figure out the end. But we are at number 11, Alkaline Trio, to much relief from your host here, uh, has gotten back together and put out some new material. Matt has returned from his stint with Blink-182 as Tom has rejoined the band, but he is definitely back in Alkaline Trio releasing new music which makes my heart warm, and that's why I played this one so much to get them into number 11 on the top 23 of 23 on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right, what are we doing here? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Well, we're about to hit the top 10 of whatever it is we're doing. What are we doing? We're doing the top 23 most played songs uh, of the box for all of 2023 is calculated by uh, our crack crackerjack team here. I assume that's a good way to look at it, uh, and it's all numbers and statistics. So there's really nothing to really kind of uh, manage. I do I do handle a couple of ties. Actually, the tie for third uh, third place I just split to third and fourth, and there was one tie for uh, fifth. No, yes, for fifth place that I split into fifth and sixth. But uh, other than that. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much just numbers and numbers numbers are cool like that. You wanna wanna do a little bit of recap? It's always a no. Too goddamn bad. Dumb in number twenty-three. Uh, the white stripes with uh, my doorbell fever. 333 coming in with Swing at 22. 21 is Silverstein and Poison Pill. Something Heavy coming in at 20 with Circles of Virtue and A-N-X-I-E-T-Y. I can't even say it without singing it at 19. Omens from Lamb of God at 18. Left in Me from I Ignite at 17. Cade Katz, uh, now officially from Throw the Fight, uh, is uh, with Satellites at 16. Rise Against at 15 with Audience of One. Hypnotize from uh, System of a Down at 14. Say It All from Craving Strange at 13. Jimmy World at number 12 with Telepath. Alkaline Trio with Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. Everybody's favorite breakfast. Uh, Coming in at number 11, it is now time for the top 10. 
Yeah, man. It should come at no surprise that a band like Deftones would rise so high in the countdown, even though they put out absolutely nothing in 2023. But when you're a great band, that kind of stuff happens. I did expect it, however, to water it down a little bit lower than the top 10, because I do play so much from them. But I definitely got stuck on this one this year, and that's why it's at number 10. Tell me, have you uh, seen The Butcher? Hard Rock Lunch Box. Well, if you're going to call it quits you, and you start releasing a little bit more new material before uh, before you finally exit the stage, damn well better be good stuff. That's exactly what Sum 41 did this year. That's why Landmines comes in at number nine. Hard Rock Lunch Box. What we got here is a failure to communicate. No, not true. What we got here is our first uh, double entry. Phrasing? That's got to be phrasing, right? Our first double entry into the top 23 uh, of 23. Yeah, it comes from Mikey's band, Something Heavy. Who knew? Who knew that putting out song after song after song after song would finally pay off on a show that barely anybody listens to? I mean, I, I could have told you that. It's Separate Ways, coming in at number goddamn eight on the box. Stop. Oh. 
think I'm in danger of going too fast. <laughs> I think I've got seven more songs, and I've got 40 more minutes. I say we just go ahead and plow on through and deal with the end as we deal with it. Uh, what do you think? Good? All right. Good idea? All right. Probably not. Okay. Fantastic. Well, coming in at number seven, one of the few Welsh bands to make it into the countdown, one of the few Welsh bands to make it onto the Hard Rock Lunchbox, but considering there's probably only two of them and both of them are on the Hard Rock Lunchbox, I guess it's not all that unusual, but this one happens to be Skindred and Pressure. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. I've got a slight story that I can uh, kind of relay that it's kind of Rebel 9 related. It was sort of funny and amusing the hell out of me the other day. Uh, it's very just like a personal, not a personal, like a personal story, but a personal as in it happened to me. But I'll do that right before we crack the top five. He's coming at number six of Mice and Men with War Paint. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. Yeah, man, a little of mice and men. All right, so as we kill a little time before we get into the top five, this is kind of funny and might... Well, I thought it was kind of funny. Not very funny, which is why I didn't lead with it, but I feel like it's funny enough to fill in for a couple of minutes while we try and stretch out the 2023 uh, top 23 countdown. So uh, if anybody's a fan of Rebel 9, I would assume they would be a fan of when I personally start writing new material. So I've been doing that, and I've had some ideas, and I actually had a very rare moment or by moment, I mean like rare, like three to four hours where I actually was able to just sort of set stuff aside. I think I did this on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. It might even have been the day before. I, I don't even really remember, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, it might have been over the course of two days. But what what I had is I had two ideas. I had two song ideas that I basically wanted to track just so I would get them down so I wouldn't forget them. The sheer number of songs that I come up with or riff ideas or melodies or whatever that I like try and, you know, work on or just sometimes I just, you know, record them on my phone just so I have the idea. And I am just horrendous about ever going back for stuff like that. But something about once I actually track it in Logic, which is the digital digital audio workstation that I use, once I track it in Logic, there is a there is a new level of sort of intention maybe, but also like awareness and accountability like it's there it's already done i'm able to mix it in a way that kind of sounds good so i had these two ideas that i wanted to do and i knew i had a very short amount of time so uh also one of them wasn't even done i needed to write a chorus um i needed a chorus for it i had a bridge i had a verse i just didn't need a chorus. i just needed a chorus and i was gonna do like not even bother just do verse I was going to do verse, bridge, verse, bridge, just like why I write lyrics and stuff, just so I have it. But I was like, let me take a stab at it. So what ended up happening is I wrote two complete songs. They do need some production. Like, this is really like my first first version. It even says, like, version one in the title of the track, which is how I track uh, different evolutions of the song. But so I was able to get both of them done, right? So basic, simple structure, verse, bridge, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, solos, whatever. Uh, pretty close to like what it's going to end up being, but there's going to be some transitional stuff. Not gender identity, just like, you know, chorus and bridge and stuff. Uh, but I was very happy. I was very proud of myself, right? Like, it's not, some, it's not a state I usually find myself in where I'm proud of myself. I felt very accomplished for getting that done. And I listened to it, but I worked very intently and very intensely on it for those for the hours that I was working on, just trying to get it done completely. 
completely the goal, right? Not to create something great, not to create something exactly the way you want it, just to get this basic track done. So I did that for both songs. I bounced them both down. I gave them a listen to, to hear that they were actually, you know, bounced or whatever, but I really just kind of put it aside. So I go out for a walk, my first walk of the year on Tuesday, and I'm out for like an hour, over an hour actually. And I'm listening to both these songs in my earbuds. And while I'm happy that the tracks are there, I am listening to what is probably some of the worst tracking I have ever done in my adult life. It is sloppy guitar playing like you would not believe. Horrendous bass playing. The drums are kind of okay because I'm able to program them, but honestly, even those are kind of wrong all over the place. But it would really just struck me with just absolutely how bad the guitar playing was. And what was funny about it to me, it's like, I... These weren't like ideas. These were like spinning around in my head, and I figured out what notes they were, and I figured out the rhythm I wanted to use and the tempo I wanted to use them at, and I didn't even know how to play the goddamn songs, and I actually sat to record them. Like, the ridiculous audacity to just sit with a song that's minutes old and just start tracking it made me laugh so hard, and God repaid me repaid me perfectly with one of the worst <laughs> guitar performances I've ever uh, put on tape in my entire and I just, I thought that was kind of funny because it sort of illustrates like how much my my priorities have shifted in terms of like perfectionism. Like, let's just get the idea down and like, let's hope for the best. And I even had said that I think that that's probably going to hold me off to hold me, hold me over for the next four to six months because I'm really not going to get much more opportunity to do it. But, I'm, but now I'm going to have to actually retrack all of the guitar parts and the bass parts at some point. Not to mention figure out where and when I'm going to do the vocals. So... We'll have two new songs in the pipeline from Revel 9 at some point in 2024, but i got to learn how to play them first, right, Jimmy? Yeah, why even bother? <laughs> All right, returning to the countdown, we are now in the top five. I can't believe it either. I was very happy when All Time Low put out new music, but I was extremely happier when All Time Low put out new music that was actually incredibly very, very good. I'm a huge fan of that band, and I love the fact that bands that have been around for 20 years can still manage to put out really great stuff. It is certainly my goal, uh, absolutely, as Rebel 9 enters its 13th year, which doesn't seem like all that much, but hey, it's not All Time Low yet. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Now, while it's true we calculate the top 23 based on facts, statistics, and numbers, unlike most of the right-wing Republican Party these days, uh, every now and then we do have a tie. We do need to have a tiebreaker. I am that tiebreaker. Uh, We actually had a tie for number three for third place, and I made a judgment call, and I decided to put this one at number four and the other one at number three. And maybe you'll agree and maybe you don't. But uh, either way, you can take it up with me in the chat or at, uh, you know, anywhere else. I don't really care. This one came in at number four. It should have been number zero as far as I'm concerned. It's the greatest song ever written. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, we're getting into it. We're doing a thing. Doing a thing. Top 23 most played songs of 2023. Uh, This was actually a tie for third place. I put Dope down in number four, even though it's the greatest song ever. But honestly, the other greatest song ever kind of came in at number three. And that's why I had to leave uh, Catastro right where they were. Uh. Hard Rock Lunch Box. 
All right, kids, I'm sorry. I've done my absolute best to stretch this out, but I cannot seem to stretch out the countdown any longer. It's been 11 years of doing this shit. I have never, never gotten that shit right. And this year is just no exception. But I'm off by about 17 minutes, and I've got two more songs to play. So it's time to bring out the big guns. The cows with guns. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. There you have it. Cows with Guns coming in at honorable mention in the top 23 of the 2023 countdown. But we're still probably going to run a little bit early, but that's okay. I mean, we can all stand to get out early, or I'll just maybe I'll just throw something at the end of the show to give you something to just dance your way out. Uh, but man, right, let's get back onto the countdown. I don't think I was alone when I say that I was super excited, because uh, I think a lot of people were super excited when Beartooth decided to put out some new music this year. I said it several times. They needed to make a great record, and they made the record they needed to make. Great job, boys. Uh, the most played song from the record, and I'm sure we'll be playing a lot of it in 2024, but the most played one from 2023 was Sunshine, and that one comes in at number two on the countdown. On the box. Uh, I'm like, actually, it was my Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, we did it. We made it. Woohoo! We are all the way at the top of this countdown. And since we've got a little bit of time, how about we recap, shall we? Coming at number 23, The White Stripes with My Doorbell. 22, Fever. 333 with Swing. Swing, mother, mother. Swing, mother, mother. Swing. Yeah. 21, Silverstein with Poison Pill. Number 20, Something Heavy coming in with Circles. One of, first of their two, of their two appearances on the countdown. Uh, of Virtue with A-N-X-I-E-T-Y. They come in at 19. Lamb of God at 18 with Omens. I Ignite coming in at 17 left in me, and where the hell is my backing music? Aha! There we are. <laughs> it's like, the show's, show's going off the rails. <laughs> where was I? Kate Katz uh, with Satellites coming in at 16. Kate Katz already responded to me on Instagram, so we are now best friends now, in case you wanted to know that. Uh, Rise Against at 15 with Audience of One. System of a Down with Hypnotize at 14. Craving Strange at number 13 with Say It All. Jimmy Eat World at 12 with Telepath, Alkaline, Alkaline Trio with Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs at 11. Topping the top 10, Deftones, You've Seen the Butcher. Man, I could go for a burger right now, by the way. Some 41 uh, with Landmines at number 9. Something Heavy, their second appearance in the account. In the countdown, with separate raids at number eight, Skindred coming in at number seven with Pressure of Mice and Men at six with Warpaint, all-time low at number five with Modern Love Dope at number four with Die MF Die. I think we all know what the MF means. Uh, Catastro, a uh, hundred rips at number three. Baratooth with the brilliant sunshine coming in at number two that means we have time for one more song it is the number one song of 2023 which means it was played the absolute most it was actually not even close as i say we go through the stats uh, the software i use to actually do this show gives me a playlist every single show and i just add up all those playlists all those bands all those songs it's kind of the same way we do the thanksgiving show we just limit this one to 2023 
and then we come up with the most played song of the year. It's usually indicative of the brand new songs that have come out that I just simply cannot get enough of. But as you've seen, there's a lot of old stuff in here, which is why it's cool sometimes on this show when old stuff just spins up and catches our attention and we listen to the hell out of it and then we just move on into another year because that's exactly what you really need to do uh, just keep moving forward right it's like just keep swimming like the little blue fish has been right more times than she hasn't not right jimmy yeah. <laughs> yes ms stands for magical fish die magical fish die that's from dope uh before i play the number one song i want to thank you guys all for tuning in not only just on your regular thursday from noon to two but thank you for tuning in all year last year and actually making this show worth doing every single week because honestly without you just me staring at this wall and i think i do that just enough thank you very much it's always good to have you guys here consider this whole thing a group project and a group community and it would not be the same without you so from my uh from my staff here which is basically just me to your staff there and all of you people that represent the good community of the hard rock lunchbox in the top 20 i want to wish you all a happy new year and a sincere sincere thank you for all you do to support this show even if it means just showing up Sometimes that's all the support we need. So let's get on with the countdown. Let's finish this bad boy off. I have actually managed to talk enough. I'll be done on time. Holy shit, I think he's going to make it. I think it's time for one last one of these. Probably not. Let me just let me just turn all these back off. Let me get that. Let me turn this off. Sorry, that probably wasn't worth it. But we should probably switch over to something a little bit more appropriate, don't you think, for the number one song? Yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. It's the boys in Craving Strange coming in with their second appearance as they take again the number one song of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, mean what you say. I'll see you next week on The Box. Waiting in line for the right time It never seems to come Watching the lights, looking for landslides Buried under waiting for some Someone to break these walls, negate these falls Can you just save my life? Give it a try and me want you say Waiting for signs is a lifetime of getting up the courage to jump, closing your eyes, dropping a lifeline.